Hello and welcome to Trainer's Voice, brought to you by Guardian Angel Equine Services. This podcast was created for the busy equestrians in mind, for on-the-go training, chat, and learning. My goal as a horse trainer is to help improve horses' lives and performance by educating and helping their owners. These episodes are my opinions based on my knowledge from research and experience. Feel free to ask any kind of questions. I'm always happy to help. My links will always be in the show notes. Okay, so I'm going to be honest. I've tried to record this like three times, and I I don't know. You know, I'm just in a negative mood, you know? The last couple days, I've just been seeing things that have been bothering me. That stuff to do with horses, you know. And, you know, in the last podcast, I said I was going through my social media and unfollowing and unfriending people that uh, I get a negative feedback from. So, people who just give me a negative feeling. And it's not that it's, like, their fault or their, or, like, you know, it's just something that I really don't want in my life. So, some people who, um, you know, if someone's giving them advice and they just want to be rude and shut people down or not even consider, you know, getting help with anything or, you know, um, being ignorant and not recognizing that there's even a problem, people like that. Um, and people who I just kind of had um, hope that their potential, you know, that they were going to do some really amazing things and then they just started going the opposite direction of, you know, kind of what I was following them for. Um, I was hoping to see changes. I was hoping to see them succeed in different ways. And then they just kind of either didn't or kind of went backwards. And so, you know, I just trying to focus on me personally and trying to really learn myself and kind of my trauma and dealing with my trauma and why I react in certain ways and how to control my, um, my actions and my feelings, my outrages, like trying to control those. Um, and so, you know, with doing that, I've come across a lot of things, um, because I've been going through and I've been following some people, um, some new people lately as well. I'm not just unfollowing people being done with social media, Like, I have followed a couple new people, and it kind of, I guess this is like, I'm getting new and new um, pages brought to my attention, whether I'm following them or not. And I've noticed a trend in positive reinforcement trainers. And at first I wasn't going to make this podcast and then I was like, well, I'll make it and I'll say something. But then it turned into like a rant that turned wrong and it come off a lot more ugly and aggressive than I wanted it to. And so I tried it again. And then the third time I tried it, you know, I just kind of still got that same vibe, but didn't really know how to say it. And so today we're trying it once more. And you know what? I'm just going to be freaking honest about it. You know, I've learned the more and more I learn about horses and really trying to, um, really trying to understand and trying to change my methods and trying to figure out what is working best and things like that. Um, 
you know, I've kind of figured out that I don't really fall in a category of trainers right now. <laughs> um, people can label me because it's all about labels, right? People want to see labels. And whether it be you're a show, a successful show um, trainer, you've won lots of belt buckle or lots of belt buckles and trailers and whatnot, or you know, you have a label of respect or you have a label of negative reinforcement training or positive reinforcement training, or you're like, there's so many labels that can be put on here. Horsemanship trainer, um, barrel, um, barrel horse trainer, um, showmanship or, um, science-based training or, uh, natural horsemanship or, you know, there's labels. It's all labels. So I'm going to try not to get riled up with this one, and it may turn into a long podcast, a long podcast, so I apologize in advance. But I'm on the way out to take care of horses, so we'll kind of briefly take a break, and then I'll come back after feeding the horses um, and uh, continue on. But, so... I'm seeing these pages, I'm seeing people that I'm unfollowing, and I start seeing a lot of positive reinforcement trainers. Why? Because I'm stepping my foot in that field, I've uh, gotten some groups, um, I've kind of like started searching, and so of course, you know, I'm going to start getting positive reinforcement popping up on my social media, follow this trainer, follow that trainer, you know, um, I'm getting posts that pop up about certain, you know, whatever, whatever. And so, I'm getting into this, and I've really learned that the trainers I really kind of fit in with, um, with the way I want to train and how I am as a person is more of like Warwick Schiller, um, his kind of vibe of training and this stuff. Like, he is negative reinforcement, um... He uses, I think he uses some positive reinforcement in some ways. Um, I know he talks about it every now and then. But I'm going to be legit honest. I follow his group. And one of these days, I hopefully will have the money to subscribe to his um, training channel and stuff. But, um, like, his whole emotion, uh, like, feelings and energy. That's the word I'm looking for. Like, his whole um, energy and environment of training horses and really understanding horses and using your energy, like, that is my vibe. I vibe really well with his way of training, with how he explains things. Love it. Fabulous. Um, But, you know, I set my foot into the positive reinforcement side of things when I first originally started researching it before I started uh, with Jake. And it hit me hard when I initially got in. I got a lot of hate for even saying that I use negative reinforcement or that I would even consider it. Um, I even had a couple people, I don't think they were technically trainers, but that's how they would work with their horses or whatever. I don't really know. But, but they had, they had called me a horse abuser, you know, like I've learned in the positive reinforcement side of things and do, and you know, I'm not saying that this is everybody because it's definitely not. And I'm not saying that it is in all groups or all people who train negative or positive reinforcement. Like 
it's not it's just the majority of what i see and feel when i am inside of that world that i get this is how i get it you know this is what people are seeing stepping into this world and i find it very um disheartening to um that a lot of trainers are very only positive reinforcement they're not really willing to work with you if you are even kind of wanting to use negative reinforcement in some ways they're not really open to i like they have learned their positive reinforcement and that's all that they want to do learn teach all that you know and so something else that's been kind of common is that i've noticed a lot of people who have um who are in the positive reinforcement side of things they originally most of them some of them were in negative reinforcement or your traditional training side of things so like they were either raised in traditional training or they were either knew somebody or witnessed a horse being trained and then they decided that that was not for them. They didn't like that. It wasn't fair to the horse or whatever. And for some reason, and then they just was like, there's gotta be a better way. So they started looking into it themselves and then found their way into the positive, re- uh, positive reinforcement um, side of things, which is great. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. And so I find that, like, most of everybody's got a similar background is to, like, they have been around the traditional way of training. Now, one of my biggest pet peeves when I hear people talk uh, on their channels, YouTube, podcasts, whatever, and they're a positive reinforcement trainer, one of my biggest pet peeves is that the biggest thing they want to throw around is traditional training. But at the same time, they want to also use the terms negative reinforcement training. And I feel like a lot of them put this together, that those are the two, those are the same things. And more or less scientifically, yeah, it's, I mean, your traditional way of training, which would be your older style of training or your older way of training, um, is using a uh, negative reinforcement. But I would also argue that it's not just negative reinforcement, but positive punishment. That to me is your traditional training is using those two main techniques to train positive, pres- positive punishment and negative reinforcement as to where, when people are talking about negative reinforcement to me and not traditional training, I think of your negative reinforcement. So there is no positive punishment typically. Um, and there's not really any positive reinforcement either, but it's a, a negative reinforcement way of training. So I get that I am not everybody and not everybody's gonna think the way I think, but just to clarify, when I say traditional training, I am talking about your ways of training that are very aggressive so example clinton anderson i would call him traditional training or other methods such as your old cowboy ways of wet saddle pads you know get on them and go ride the buck out and you're good to go type of thing um 
you know, there, there's some other, you know, vibes like that, um, that I would call traditional training. When we get into negative reinforcement, I typically put that in the category of like, okay, we're using negative reinforcement, but we're not using positive punishment and we're not, we're not like slave driving our horses, if that makes sense. Um, so that's just kind of my theory. Now I say I'm a negative reinforcement trainer, but I, but when I say that to people, I say, I use my no touch method. So my no touch method is something I came up for me when training horses that my goal is to train a horse without having to touch the horse to do something. I'm asking them to do something by using my energy, my body language and all these things to get the horse to do what I would like them to do. But with that being said, I am also giving the horse a chore, a chore, a choice. If he wants to walk away and not do what I asked, I'm going to let him do that. I'm going to take note of why did he do that? So my way of training, I also don't really put in the category of negative reinforcement. To me, I, I think it kind of falls in between negative reinforcement and positive reinforcement. Now, this gets very complicated, and I'm not saying that there is a line of, you know, uh, worse to, or uh, whatever, you know, um, um, intense to intense. You know, there's not, you do what works for you, I guess. But, so, but I'm not a positive reinforcement trainer either. One, I'm new to it, and I'm still learning with Jake, and we're working on positive reinforcement, but I will never solely only do positive reinforcement 100%, and I feel like that is the reason that I clash with a ton of positive reinforcement trainers, and the reason, and you know, it's, I say clash like we fight or anything. It's not really that. I think also what it comes down to is I ask way too many questions. So people are like, well, why don't you subscribe, you know, pay for this. And then we can really sit down and, you know, do all this. So they're wanting me to pay for the service of asking, of answering the questions and stuff, which I definitely totally get, especially now more than ever. But, you know, I have a very um, weird relationship with money as far as asking people to pay me for a service Y'all should probably know this by now because that's why I created the podcast was so hopefully I could get paid but not have to take the money out of your pocket to pay me, if that makes sense. So I want to help people as much as possible. And so if someone gives me a horse and is like, I can't like I can't pay you to train this horse, but I really need your help. Like I'm going to work out a deal because I'm that type of person. I was put I was in that situation of being young, not having a lot of money to afford a trainer and stuck with the problem of having to figure it out myself. And that was worse or uh, that was horrible. And I was in the position of, you know, having to learn everything on my own trial and error. And it was horrible. And I don't want someone else to have to feel that way. I want to help and be a guide, be a mentor, help someone else's horse turn out to be better than what mine was. And Jake's amazing. I love him to death. And I'm very thankful for him, but he could, he could be totally, he could be a totally different horse if I would have had the proper, uh, proper guide or mentor 
But, you know, it is what it is. So I just don't want people to be put in that position that I was in. Because I know how it feels to not have money, but really needing the help. So, anyway. Um, but, yeah, I clash with a lot of positive reinforcement trainers. Hence the title, I don't like positive reinforcement trainers. <laughs> but um, we'll get more into exactly why after I get the horses taken care of. So, um, the I've unfollowed a couple positive reinforcement trainers and not because I think they're bad trainers or that they're really bad people. It's just the way that they're going about things is not something I really want to be involved with or really seeing. And I know that there's a, a dilemma, I guess, um, in a sense of seeing, you know, what it's so watching people do things or seeing people do things, um, and hearing about it or, you know, and not speaking up. So more so in the sense of, um, animal abuse. So like watching someone do something, but not speaking up, uh, makes you part of the problem versus helping the problem. And, you know, there, there's situations where I, I feel that, and I think that that's 100% true. Um, but I also think that um, there are situations where, you know, if you don't say things, then, you know, it, it, it better helps you in your, your life, your mental health, your um, sometimes your business, depending, you know, it kind of helps you better off. It, you rather would, instead of fixing that one person, you help the people who come along, if that makes sense, or helping the people who may have also, you know, done, watched whatever it is. So anyway, I, you know, so it's not, it's not really that situation where, you know, if I was to say something and bring it to their attention, are they really going to change their, um, change what they're doing? Because, you know, I'm new to positive reinforcement. They've been there longer. They train horses, whatever. So it becomes an ego effect. Um, so that portion, that, um, that, um, situation to me, I think, I am better off just stepping out of the situation and letting it be because all in all, it's not like they're abusing the animal. They're not hurting the animal. Um, they're just really kind of hurting their own, their own, um, business, their own, uh, way of doing things. Um, so, so what the problem comes down to is them hurting themselves as a business, them not really, um, opening up to helping everyone, I guess. So let, let's get to the whole point of some of these trainers that I've unfollowed. So one, uh, one pet peeve of mine is that if someone asks you a question, you, and then they answer the question or you answer the question and then they ask you why you feel that way or why, why, why do you feel that way is correct? And then you ghost them or you don't answer or, you know, you kind of just give this uh, BS kind of answer. That is a big pet peeve of mine because I am the type of person that I want to know why, if there is a why, 
for as close to a Y as possible. So it, um, I, I have asked someone about an article that I was reading. It brought up a situation that I felt was incorrect from some things that I have learned. So I reached out to a positive reinforcement trainer to just confirm or deny my own theory and what I had learned and what I needed to uh, learn more about, you know, just kind of like an educational thing. So I asked them about this article. I sent them the article and I stated, you know, that I, this, I thought this is not true as far as science goes. And they said that the article was just BS. I was like, okay. So I, I get it and I respect your answer. Um, but why do you feel that way? Like why, um, why overall do you think that other parts of this article is also BS? And then they never answered. They ghosted me. They just never answered. And I decided at that point not to follow up because obviously they're not going to answer. And some people might say, well, they got busy, you know, and they just didn't, you know, didn't want to answer. And, you know, I would believe that to a certain extent, but I also believe that one, if my message was read and I can see that it was open, open, so they have seen it, I could get, I, I guess I could be that person that's like, you know, I opened it and I read it, but I was busy, so I just didn't reply. You know, I kind of get that, you know, I, whatever. But what I don't get is like, if you talk about how much you're trying to help and um, help people and trying to really um, show people a different way of training, you wouldn't really prioritize that. Now I get there's things in life that, you know, you get busy and stuff, but if you were trying to actually help, you would make time or make a note that you needed to come back and reply to that. If you were really trying to help educate people, you know, that's just my feelings. So I left it at that, whatever. Now I didn't unfollow the specific person, but, um, you know, that's just part of the case of what I'm seeing. Also something I see a lot in positive reinforcement, um, training is a lot of people who are all in or not in at all. So people who only use positive reinforcement with training, they do not approve of any type of negative reinforcement or anything like that. Um, those type of people I really don't get along with because to them, like it's their way or no way. And negative reinforcement to them is abuse and that there's no way you could use it in the horse feel comfortable, you know? Um, and so I don't really connect with people like that because my theory behind that is not one, not only am I more comfortable with using a light pressure negative reinforcement that I have been able to use and master very well versus using positive reinforcement and accidentally creating bad behaviors that I didn't want. You know, I, I'm going to go with something I'm more comfortable with and my horse responds well to and he's not uncomfortable, and expecting everyone in the world to only use positive reinforcement, I think is very ignorant, and for you to have that goal in life, 
for everyone to only use positive reinforcement, I think is a bad one to have. Um, not everyone is going to feel the same way. Not everyone is going to kind of, what's the word? So not everyone is going to, you know, use positive reinforcement. That's something I have accepted and that's something that some positive reinforcement trainers have not. So my goal as a trainer is to help every horse I can. No matter the method the owner is using, I am going to try to do what I can to help that horse. So if a horse, if a person is abusing a horse, they don't understand that it is abuse and they're not calling it abuse, then if they come to me for some sort of help, I am going to take the method they are comfortable with and try to modify that method. I'm not going to just throw out a positive reinforcement option and be like, you should really use this option, especially when they're not comfortable with it. I have started now that I am working with positive reinforcements, I will okay it with the owners that, hey, I'm doing this, like, are you okay if I use this method? If they say yes, great. If they say no, I'm not going to force a method on them that they're not comfortable with. Because then you only hurt the horse in the long run. So the horse is my main priority as far as training. And positive reinforcement trainers that do not believe in that drive me crazy. And not only that, but another reason I have been unfollowing some is the way they come across people as very rude and that pretty much, you know, the whole calling people out style, I, there is a time and place for it, and I get that, and there, you know, it, it's needed at some points. But when you just blatantly tell someone or make a whole freaking post about how saddling your horse this way is abuse, the word abuse, saying that pretty much everyone who has ever saddled their horse has at some point abused their horse. Making posts like that, targeting people, really upsets me because then that not only makes them feel horrible about themselves, but, but will deter people from trying positive reinforcement. And I know this because I went through that phase before I actually started positive reinforcement. When I first had no, um, had heard of positive reinforcement when I was way younger, I wouldn't have ever spoke about that method ever before in my life. Why? Because, you know, at first being a kid and always been taught not to feed your horse treats, you know, why would I use a method that I was never taught was okay? But then when you get into that world and you come across these trainers who want to make posts about how every bit, every spur, every saddle, every cinch, every bridle, everything that you've ever used is abuse. That comes across as you are the most horrible person on this earth and you have abused your horse every day of his life when that is not that when that was not your intentions at all. And then not only that, but you're pretty much just targeting everyone who's ever done these things. 
instead of just blatantly, like, instead of just saying, hey, um, look at this that I have just found, whether it be a study or whatever your, tar your target of the post is. So like saying, so if you want to get across that bits are not um, humane or bits are not good, you know, then finding these studies, legit studies, that state harm, uh, things that can go wrong with using bits and the harm that it can cause horses, um, I would, making a post instead of targeting everyone who's used a bit and say, this is why bits are bad. This is why bits are abuse. You know, just blatantly coming out and say it because then people are not going to want to read your post. They're going to get defensive. They're going to feel sad. They're going to get upset instead of drawing them into that post and really making them use their brain and go, huh, maybe I should look into that more. That's the goal I'm looking for when I am creating some type of informational post is I want to capture their mind and make them think, hey, maybe I should look into that. Or maybe there's a point to this instead of targeting someone and pretty much attacking them forever using a bit. You want to change someone's mind. You don't want them to run away from your post. You don't want them to run away from what you're trying to get them to learn more about. Because when you target someone and come off of them as just attacking them, then they're going to run away as far away as possible and just assume that everything positive reinforcement is just horrible. That's just my opinion. So I've, that's been a big thing lately that of reasons why I've been unfollowing people is just them being plain out rude and attacking people and just, I don't want to use the word calling out because it took, okay, so bullying, really coming out and bullying people. Now I do get, I, again, I do get there's a time and place for it, but at the same time, when you are bullying someone and you're making a whole freaking post about them or a TikTok, whatever you want to call, whatever you're doing, you know, then you're not only speaking to that person. Sorry. Um, so you're not only talking to that person, but you are talking to everyone who is looking at that post or that TikTok. So... Instead of making a TikTok about someone, bullying them, calling them an abuser, and blah, 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 I, try, I would try to make it a more educational type. Um, this is why you don't do these things, you know, instead of saying, well, this person is an abuser, and that is why you should never use a bit. You should go about it more of a... Uh, this is why I would not use this method, and this is why I don't use this type of bit. This is why I would prefer to use a hackamore or something like that, and give an educational reason why. Link a study or something like that. That is just my opinion, and I just come across a lot of um, positive reinforcement trainers who are very angry. It is a very angry world. And I don't like that. So that's just my big reasonings of not really caring for a lot of people in the positive reinforcement world. 
Now, don't get me wrong. I know that not everybody's like that. Um, and that there are very good people who truly do want to help. It's just that my experience being in the positive reinforcement world is more of people being very angry um, and bullying and not really truly wanting to help everybody they come across as far as like, if you believe in your methods so much and you want everyone you come across to start using positive reinforcement, you know, I get that. I totally get that and I agree. But if you're going about it in an angry way and just trying to spout out facts about why everything they're doing is abuse, you're not truly wanting to help those people because what you would do is then take it step by step, little by little, and trying to teach and show them different things, you know, you're not just going to get... So not now not everybody there are some people who will but like get someone to abruptly just start using positive reinforcement it's gonna take time of maybe start um teaching your horse how to be around treats and then um start doing target training i love target training um that's been my favorite so far and um and then as you go you know you'll get into riding uh, or working your horse on the ground at liberty and things so you won't um be putting anything on their face that could be aversive as far as a halter or a lead rope and things. And then the more they connect with their horse, you know, then we can build up to using bridleless options and things like that. So, you know, it's, it's about a building blocks and stepping stairs. It's not about just abruptly changing. And if they're not willing to abruptly change, they're not bad people. And so the positive reinforcement world to me is just, and again, not everybody, but are very, angry and um hateful people <laughs> and it's all or nothing to them a lot of the times and so that's why I don't really stick my neck out into there into that world I will whole wholeheartedly listen to them and everything and and take things with a grain of salt and do my own kind of research and stuff but you know I I don't really want to follow people anymore who are just so negative about things and so my favorite people to really follow as far as training horses go and Warwick Schiller's not really like positive reinforcement based but I really love the way he trains and it's all about listening to the horse so I always recommend him but someone else who is positive reinforcement who I do love is Jill Treese with um Equitheory she, um, Jet Equitheory, she is very fabulous about being realistic about positive reinforcement and really trying to get people to understand the stepping stones and building blocks, you know, instead of, you know, trying to push everything on someone about why you shouldn't do this, why you shouldn't do that, you know, and kind of like throw everything in your face about how abusive, abusive you are. Like she's really good and understanding with what she does. And I absolutely love following her for positive reinforcement stuff. Someone else that I also really love that uses negative and positive reinforcement is, um, Shelby Dennis. She, um, to me, and this is just me being completely honest. So Shelby, if somehow somewhere in this world, you ever listen to this, I do not mean this in a bad way at all. Um, but she can kind of come off as rude. She's not trying to be rude. 
um, but she's very she's a very blunt person. And I'm saying this all in all, in to all, all honesty, you know, she is very good with horses. She is very knowledgeable and loves what she does. And she uses both methods very well. And I love following her. Um, but sometimes she can kind of be a little, um, a little in your face sometimes. Um, not about like you being an abuser or anything like that, um, but really laying out the facts and just calling it how it is. And sometimes I really, I really like that in a person, which is why I love Shelby. Um, but she's even said that in a couple of her videos about how over the top she can be sometimes and how that's something she's even worked on um, about her reactions and her emotions and stuff, um, and which that she said that a long time ago. But she has been uh, she's someone that I have followed on every social media that I have, and I absolutely love that, so, um, anyway, those are three main people who I always rec uh, recommend following, they're really great at what they do, um, and they're very, um, realistic, but, uh, realistic and open-minded, and they will lay out the facts that they know, so, um, that's just my opinion, and reasons on why I really don't like, people who call themselves positive reinforcement trainers because typically I find them to be very rude and obnoxious and egotistical. So yeah, I hope that explains a lot. If you have any questions or anything on why I feel like this or for some, re for some reason, or if you follow someone that you're wondering my opinion, like if I recommend following them, um, definitely reach out to me. I'd be happy to help and kind of point you in a direction that I personally would follow. Um, again, I'm all about listening to the horse and doing what's best for the horse. So my, my goal as a horse trainer isn't to focus necessarily on only the method that I'm using to train, but the horse as a whole and his life as a whole with his owner or to be owner. So Anyway, I hope that all makes sense, and I'm sorry that this post was a lot longer than I would have loved, but again, as always, we will talk soon. Bye.